Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. All views expressed by speakers on The Bean Pod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on The Bean Pod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Welcome to The Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka The Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, The Nifty Investor. We are back after an extended holiday break. We've been away for a while. You went down to, where were you? You were, you were gone for a bit, weren't you? I was in you? Mexico for a bit, you know, been skiing. Yeah, you got some color in your skin. Yeah, you Looking know, good. I, I tan pretty well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We step away for one month, and what happens? The market just crashes. The markets have absolutely tanked. We're sorry we had to step away for so long. I think if we were still here, things might be still doing but okay, the good news maybe. is... We're back, yeah. and today we're basically going to talk about what the state, the current state of the crypto markets, the current state of Bitcoin, what has caused the crash, and what we think is going to happen. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their own theories. You hop on Twitter right now, there's a chart for everything. It's like, a gong show. <laughs> it's insane. Everybody's pretty much just justifying you know, their reasons for still holding Bitcoin, pretty much. Or... If they've been a bear, they're now trying to show, look, this is, I told you, this is why, because this indicator is doing that. And the bears are taking a victory lap. Yeah. They're just, you know, I was right. I called that it's going to 10 K, you know, the bulls are freaking out. The bulls are panicking. Is, do we buy now? Do we buy now? Every day you see people resharing that the indicator of where the crypto or yeah. the Bitcoin market at fear buy now, extreme <laughs> fear. And it just goes, it's just it keeps going low. Yeah, I thought it was low when it was at like 18. Yeah, no, like, oh, this that, looks pretty low. I think as of today, Bitcoin touched about 40K and it's around 10. Yeah. 10. Time of recording. Yeah. Yeah. You guys will probably hear this in a 24 to 36 hours later, but hopefully it's back up. But. I hope. I think what I think what we'll see is it'll be a, a little bit of a bounce back up. It could kind of fake, like maybe yeah. up to 45, mm. come back down to maybe that 38, 37K mark before, you know, ranging and like consolidating between that 45 to 37 for a while. Yep. You I mean, can't argue with adoption that's happening right now, though, right? Yeah, I mean, you look at the, the broad scale of what's going on in the world. More companies are using crypto. More companies are buying Bitcoin. So compared to where we were last year, at this point last year, we were around the same price and everyone was partying. Yeah. You know, Bitcoin was at 40K and everyone was buying Lambos and everyone was... It, it's crazy the difference 12 months can make. You know, we Bitcoin tripled in price up to 40K and we thought it was never going to stop. Mm. Now, here we are 12 months later, Bitcoin has crashed to 40K and everyone thinks oh, it's going to zero. You know, it's, it's, it's insane the difference, right? It's a new higher low though. Yeah. You know, because it was, I think in, Ju- in July, it was down to 30K. Yep. If we bottom out at 35K, if you extend things, if you zoom out and right. look at the, like the macro, we're actually creating an upward trend, but a, a, a lower high. Right, right, Which right. is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, look, long term, I think we're both still bulls. Yeah. But let's talk about what has caused this market crash, right? So there's, there's, a whole, there's a whole range of things going on around the world. There's an energy crisis in Europe and Asia. There's Bitcoin miners being shut down in Kazakhstan, which has caused the Bitcoin hash rate to go down because not as many people can mine it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the rise of Omicron. So another COVID wave, which just brings general fear to the markets. The stock market has been struggling. So, you know, SPY, the NASDAQ, it's all been going down. I feel like Bitcoin and, the, and then the stock market are correlated. I think there's just general fear. There's inflation. Uh, the Fed is tightening their spending. So there's just, there's a lot of fear, uncertainty, and doubt. Classic. 
but I feel like this was the exact same as it was in the summer, right? Yeah, it's the exact same. There's all, there's yeah, trying to ban Bitcoin. Or there was just a whole there was an energy crisis in Asia back in the summer, so it's we're seeing a repeat of that accumulation phase, right? Yeah, exactly. And you have to also always question where is the news coming from? You know, the media sources. There's so much more to it than than just and it, and it comes out of nowhere too, right? Like. NBC publishes an article saying, oh, this is happening. So I was on Instagram the other day and I saw JP Morgan says that, I think it was JP Morgan, Ethereum is going to tank. It's going to have a hard year. But then you have Microsoft saying that Ethereum is going to be the next, like it's going to be DAP central. So it's like, you have always, you always have these competing heads always saying this and saying that. Yep. It's almost like sometimes it feels coordinated for the big, big whales to get their piece of the action. A little bit more because these new retailers who are coming in now man they're terrified yeah you know we've been in for a while and you still get the little heebie-jeebies for sure going on like, Ooh, yeah wait what is this gonna be like i mean so. i feel like there's there's a reason that all these everything has you know everyone has a reason behind the news articles yeah. there's always you know a background motive that you don't see so if jp morgan says that ethereum's gonna tank they're trying to drive the price down because they probably want to buy more ethereum exactly and if Microsoft says Ethereum is going to have a great year, they probably already bought a bunch of Ethereum. You know what I mean? So like you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Um, you have to form your own opinion. You know how you have these influencers on Twitter and TikTok and Instagram. Everyone has their own opinion. Everyone has been wrong. You know, okay, so let's, let's now let's zoom out to what happened at the end of 2021. Everyone and their mother said the Bitcoin was going to peak out at the end of last year. At 100K. Or, or right now, like early yeah, January. Yeah. It's like, this is the top. Load your bags. We're going to 100K based on, you know, the stock to flow model. Everyone was wrong, yeah. right? And, and, you know, we kind of subscribed to that theory as well for a, for a certain period of time. We did say it was going to be extended. Yeah. But I definitely didn't see it dropping down to 40K. So for, for sure. sure, yeah. So like, just don't believe what everyone says. So now where are we? We're in J January, 2022, Bitcoin sitting around 40K. But that's what I want to talk about today is I think this just serves into what our thesis was that, the bull run is going to be much more extended than everyone thought. And if you look at the statistics, and I've got some here. So the first Bitcoin cycle lasted 46 weeks. Second cycle, 106 weeks. Third cycle, 152 weeks. Fourth cycle, the current one we're in, we're 156 weeks in. Right. So if you subscribe to that thesis, this one should probably go for about another year. Yeah, yeah. And based on how things are going, like, I think that's going to happen. I think you know, top out at the end of this year or maybe in 12 months. So what have we seen? We've seen it's something like a 30% decline from... From the all-time highs? Of when it was at, in November, when it was 69K. at... 69K. 69K. Yeah. So we've come down, what was it, like 30% or so? Yeah, 30%. That's still relatively small in terms of what Bitcoin has done and what the market has done. For sure. You know, what we alluded to in one of our previous podcasts was the volatility. Mm -hmm. You know, now that it's becoming more mainstream adopted the cycles are longer. The volatility is not going to be as high. Right. Watching it go, you know, let's say one, when it does get to two, uh, let's say a uh, two, a hundred, sorry, 200 grand. Yep. And it drops 30%. That's going to be a whole, that's going to be a big number. Yeah. But it's only 30%. That's right. So it seems like it's a huge drop because of how much it's dropping from the all time high, even though it's only 30%. We right. have seen 80% retraces. That's like the real bear market. That's retraces. crazy. Yeah. As the, as the, you know, the, the price per Bitcoin increases, as you just said, you know, once it gets, if it gets to, you know, 
500k you know a 30 percent retrace from that you know it's multiple hundreds of thousands yeah, of dollars 200k so drops like if you think there's fear now you know yeah. just wait till it's crazy and so here's some more stats just alluding to what you said about the uh, increasing time length <laughs> of the bull run each time and the decreasing volatility mm. so the first cycle the return from the basically start of bitcoin to the top 65,000 percent second cycle 58,000 percent Third cycle from the bottom to the top was 11,000% or about 12,000%. Current, the fourth cycle from the bottom, which was like, I think, um, March 2020, maybe, mm, uh, yeah. COVID, yeah. Um, to the all-time high, 69K, just over 2,000%. Right. So they're getting longer and they're getting less volatile. Exactly. But I mean, it's still volatile yeah. compared to stocks. Mm. But if you zoom out, and you know, it's hard to zoom out, especially in these times when everyone's panicking, um, but it is getting less volatile. And I think if you, you just look at the stats, it just doesn't seem like anything makes sense for the bull run to be over now. It would be the shortest bull run based on the other ones in history with the least amount of returns. And bull runs end in extreme greed. You know, it goes parabolic. You look at those last few weeks of 2017. You know, it goes vertical. Mm -hmm. We still really haven't seen that. That didn't happen in November when I went to 69K. It was kind of a slow crawl. It's just all, all signs to me said it's not over yet. No. And... <clears throat> there is another thing though that I like to always consider is we have seen 8,000% returns, 10,000% returns. That's pretty freaking good. Yeah. You know what I for mean? For all coins. You know what? Yeah, for yeah. all coins. Yeah. Um, you know, but when you compare that to the stock market, you're not getting 8,000% returns. Absolutely not. Maybe some penny stocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which we'll get to in a, in another episode. Yeah, for sure. I like to look at NFT sales, you know, NFTs, sometimes it, you can almost like disassociate the two and you're like, oh, it's an NFT. In all actuality, though, it is still crypto. Mm -hmm. And NFT sales last year were $23 billion right. in 2021. Like NFTs are going to be used for ticket for ticketing, for artists, for mus musicians. Like, so crypto is not going to go anywhere. No. And I part of me really wants Bitcoin to stop being the the determining like factor, yeah, the for, leading factor for all these other coins. I would love to see that stop. Mm. You know, somehow, like I don't know, will it become Ethereum? Any anything? Yeah, like, just let the project, the other projects, do what they want. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> it, it's it's always frustrating when you find a great new project and you invest in it, and then you know it starts going up, and then all of a sudden Bitcoin goes down, and then all of the momentum from oh, come on, yeah. yeah, like just before the <clears throat> last crash or the current one that we're in right now, Web3 projects started trending and they all started spiking up a little bit and then boom, it doesn't matter how trendy or if uh, you know big companies are getting into these projects. When Bitcoin goes down, everything goes down. Why is that? Like, do you, like, do you have an answer to that? Like, do, do, like what's your theory on what, why? Like, I, how is it possible that when Bitcoin crashes, instantly Chainlink goes down, instantly Polkadot goes down? There's a lot down. of, like, uh, you know, AI-based algorithmic trading that happens with, you know, whale wallets and everything. So if once Bitcoin starts wicking down, I think those wallets automatically sell Trigger, yeah. certain amounts of what they have. And then, right. Then the fear starts, you know, it spreads, it spreads so quickly now because of social media. Right. Yeah. It's so like back in 2013, even 2017, you know, everyone wasn't on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Now as soon as something happens within two minutes, the entire world knows about it. The investor base of every country is mm. on top of it. You're getting notifications. You're sharing it with your friend. So things happen now. A hundred times faster than yeah. they would have back yeah. in the past because of the connectivity of the world. So, but that's also positive, right? So as soon as Bitcoin starts waking up, yeah, let's get you know, the you look at yeah. your wallet and your your altcoins are up fifty percent in 
two days or like whatever, yeah. you know, a day. So I'd love to know what these whales look like. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I wanna, like, who is, who is a whale? Like, what is it? Just some like huge fat guy who's just like I'm so I'm so good at buying Bitcoin and now I'm gonna tank the market. Like, the term whale definitely like alludes to the fact that it's just like a large person. Yeah, it's just like yeah, that's some how, guy in the basement. Yeah, just, like that big fat guy from South Park that's playing World of Warcraft with like Cheetos like all yeah. crumbled on. Time, <laughs> time to tank the market. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yeah. Or it could be the most sophisticated yeah. investors that, you know, just like a Gordon Gecko, yeah, a yeah. Gordon Gecko style person at the top of an office building in New York. Yeah. And then yeah. they're like, deploy the bots. And yeah. it's just a bunch of Twitter bots. Like, yeah, everything's, everything's going down. Yep. I mean, look, at the end of the day, there's a lot of manipulation going on in the market. People that know that Bitcoin and crypto are the future, they want to stack their wallets with as much low priced crypto and Bitcoin as possible. So, you know, it's possible they're working with these news companies to release these articles strategically at certain times to tank the market, to load their wallets and 100%. buy cheaper Bitcoin from retail investors who panic sell. And then once they see that bottom out, you know, wherever it is, if it's now at 40K, maybe it's 35, 30, whatever it is. And then they've gotten all their cheap Bitcoin. And then when it goes back up, those are the same whales that are then selling to retail when retail FOMOs in at the top, yeah. when it goes up to 60, 70, 80 K, whatever it goes to those whales are then selling, you know, that's, if you, there's like charts where you look at it's accumulation now yeah. and then distribution once it gets up to the top there and that's retail buying a yeah, distribution. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up getting fucked always, oh, right? The, the, it's the, it's the, it's the length of time, like the investor cycle. It's so the, the whale investors, they're thinking long-term they're thinking, 40 years type yep. of thing you know they have a legacy that these mm -hmm. retail investors are trying to okay if i can just get a ten thousand percent gain i don't have to go to flip burgers tomorrow or yeah, whatever yeah. it is you know so it's a shorter period of time that the retails are thinking for sure and they're also putting in probably more than they should you know like their portfolios are probably maxed out it's like all in crypto they're aping in they're aping in <laughs> and then you know it's, it's that hope of not flipping the burgers tomorrow yep. but what ends up happening is you can't how are you going to pay your bills? You know, you're, you're anticipating because you've seen it. Like you're, you're in crypto. It's going up. It's gone up uh, 100%, 200%. You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. But then it tanks and you have all your money in crypto and you're waiting. You're like, it has to come back. Then you got to pay rent. Then you got to pay your taxes. Then all these other things. The whales can outweigh you. Oh yeah. At which point you're going to have to sell for either a loss or, you know, zero gains. They're going to get them. Yeah. They're going to wait it out. And we're forced, retail is forced to, you know, liquidate. They're professional bag hold bag holder creators. Yeah. They know the psychology behind it. <clears throat> they know exactly how to manipulate people. And, you know, it doesn't help when you go on social media and you see, you know, a TikTok video that says, you know, with the automated, the computer voice, I made yeah. 10, I made $1 million <laughs> flipping NFTs. It was so easy. Let me show you how. And then, you know, everyone watches that video and says, oh, fuck, well, why am I not making a yeah. million dollars buying a picture of a turtle? <laughs> and then everyone buys the nfts and they lose their money or like you know this is the next one thousand dollar crypto gainer like yeah those videos are toxic because newbie retail investors watch those and they think oh shit all right this is easy it's entertaining it gets the dopamine going it gets the you know the heartbeat know. going it's, it's exciting it's just markets are obviously super complicated and there's so many things these days oh, between social media and everything and all of the consumption that goes on and you know the thousands of crypto projects <clears throat> and there's a lot of good projects. You just get, even we do, we get just lost in so many projects. You forget about good ones and then you're 
it's and then another one pops up and you're like damn it that one's up 40 percent, and i'm holding this other one that's only at four percent yeah it's, yeah it's a lot to it's a lot to sure. keep track of yeah. that's what, like we do the best that we can researching as many possible projects as as we can posting on tiktok instagram in the discord um you know sharing the research that we get and you know we talk to these projects on a daily basis so we, we share all the tips that we can it's um, calculated but, risk yeah for yeah, sure yeah but it's are, risk. You, are you buying anything right now now that it's you know we've i don't want to say we've bottomed bottomed out at 40k uh at yeah. time of recording but like are you what do you think? Are you getting anything at the yeah, moment? Yeah, look, I've, I've definitely been doing some buying over the last week since we've kind of gotten into the low 40s range, which is kind of, I always, you know, once I saw this, once we saw that initial drop, I think it was down from 50K to 45K. I think we talked and we were like, look, I think it's it's going to wick down sideways now for a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, once it gets to 43, 42, 41, like. Good buy zone. It might wick down to 39, whatever, but I, I don't think that's going to be long. So yeah, I've been, I've been buying, I think we were talking about this before. I think layer one blockchains, which are the foundation of all the ecosystems. I think it's it's those large cap altcoins that will see the big money that is on the sidelines right now buying that dip. Buy that first, which goes back to the original Bitcoin playbook. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Bitcoin, Ethereum, and then large caps. Because right now all the small caps got absolutely fucked. Just because gross. You know, um, they're going to be the first ones to, to get absolutely just decimated, right? Yeah. Like, they're the biggest gain. You can you have the like the maximum potential returns on them, but they can also be the first to really tank. Oh yeah. So you got to be cautious of when. How much are you putting into these smaller cap altcoins? We always say when we post about small caps in the Discord, this is extremely risky. Oh yeah. These can go down 80, 70, 80 percent on a whim, and right. over the past month they have. And they could also go back up 100, 200%. Oh, yeah, for sure. In a matter of time. That's as why well, they're so, so great. But, yeah. you know, you just got to manage your risks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so to answer your question, what have I been buying? I have been buying a few different layer one blockchains. You know, a lot of the same stuff that I've been holding and that yeah. we, we've talked about. Um, so a lot of the, the stars from last year, I haven't been adding more. So Solana, Avalanche, those kind of ones, you know, they had such amazing run-ups. Uh, I'm still holding quite a bit of them. But I've actually, I've been researching a couple of new layer ones that have had great finishing runs to last year that I think have huge potential for next year. So something like Harmony One, which has become become one of my biggest holdings. Um, Phantom, we've chatted about that in the Discord a lot. And also Cosmos, Adam. Yep. Layer one blockchains that are seeing a ton of ecosystem growth. The projects are launching, people are using them. They've got advantages to the existing blockchains. Um, yeah, so I've been building up positions in those over the past couple of maybe two months yeah. and adding a lot more recently. And then looking into those ecosystems and adding some of the smaller caps in those ecosystems as well. Um, I've, I've been posting quite a bit in the Discord about those ones. Nice. They're a bit more challenging to, to buy, right? For sure. But that's it's always worth it. If it's if The harder once, something is? Once it gets to the main exchanges and it's easy to buy, that's when you see the really big price increases. But if you have to open up a new wallet and go to a different website that you've never used, you're yep, early. Absolutely, yeah. What about you? What have you been buying? Uh, I am buying just because we talked about the fear and greed index. You know, the fact that it reached 10, which is the lowest it's been. Mm -hmm. um, I think nine is like the lowest it's ever reached. Right. You know, it's an algorithm that calculates it based off of a number of different factors. And it reached it back in July when it hit, uh, I think it was 29K. Yeah, for like a day. For like a day. Yep. And then it shot back up from there. That, that fear and greed index has been an excellent indicator as to when we have bottomed out right not to say that there isn't other factors at play mm. you know that you made a video one time on the a death cross right yep um i like to look at that as well because it's when the 
<clears throat> the 20 day EMA crosses the 200. Right. Typically that that's a lagging indicator yep. that occurs after the major crash has occurred. So that's happening now, which means that the, the bulk of the sell-off has more than likely already happened. So I look at these two factors and I'm like, this is a relatively from a risk reward uh, perspective. I think this is a good time to be adding. So I have bought, bought a little bit. I added to um, my dot, my polka dot position. Yep. I grabbed some phantom. Um, what else did I grab? Gra- grabbed some Adam, some cosmos. I even considered grabbing some Cardano. I know. <laughs> I think I reacted to your tweet with a puke emoji. <laughs> Psych. <laughs> I don't know. I've been seeing a lot about that lately. And, you know, I know that you like to buy when things are in the dumps. And to me, even though I'm not a big fan of the the leader of the pack yep. over in uh, Cardano land, yep. I see it as an, uh, a low buying opportunity for me at the moment. Um, so it's just those few things, you know, and the, the increased adoption is like, I think crypto adoption is up a thousand percent last year. NFT sales are booming. Um, there's just so many other things at play. So right now I am adding to my, like the top 50 type of altcoins. Right. Yeah. It's, it's all with the large caps. I think now is the perfect time to be adding large caps when Bitcoin is in the dumps, because those will see, you know, Bitcoin could see a bounce here from 40 to 50 to 60 to who knows, you know, that's a, you know, 20, 30, 40% gain or whatever. But a lot of those large cap altcoins have seen 50% drawbacks from, from where they were two months ago. So those could, potentially 2x over the next few months um i think yeah look this is the thesis that we've been preaching for you know a year now buy when there's fear stick to the good projects the ones that you know people are using so as hard as it is when there's blood in the streets you just gotta keep your emotions at bay and go back to those projects that you know are not going to go to zero dollar cost average in you know if you're buying those projects now you're probably bringing your average down right you know unless you have been buying for years it's it just seems like to me like a good time i mean look we could be wrong bitcoin could nuke to 30 and stay there for a month good and at that point then that's an even better time to buy yeah you know if you think we're in a, going into a bear market then you're selling but in this corner i yeah. think we still have possibly 12 months of a bull market left i mean we, we see what's going on behind the scenes right there's so many cool projects that are going to be launched this year via launch pads like downmaker and stuff so like amazing more. projects yeah. Um, what other catalysts do we have to continue the bull market? There's multiple Bitcoin spot ETFs that are That's still right. pending yeah. approval. <clears throat> Additional Ethereum updates. Ethereum 2.0. Um, I'm sure there's probably going to be more countries that are looking to adopt Bitcoin in one way or the other, like mm-hmm. El Salvador. Mm-hmm. I just see that there are multiple catalysts. They might not happen even in Q1. Yeah. It could be Q2. It could be Q3. But I see a lot of catalysts in 2022 that can propel us back on a parabolic run, yeah. right? I just don't, it just doesn't seem like it's over. All, all it takes is uh, that Ripple lawsuit to be completed, you know, in favor of crypto. Yeah. Um, I know Visa and MasterCard are, you know, in discussions with some massive players over in Asia right now. Right. Um, you know, you have 60% of the top 100 banks investing in crypto and making it, making it accessible. So there is so many macro factors at play at the moment you know what i always think about it's like as crypto adoption increases month by month year by year every time that bitcoin does dip down to and we've talked about this on on previous podcasts about why we don't think bear markets will be as bad when it gets to this point just imagine how much money there is on the sideline right now waiting to buy the bitcoin dip 
right? So there's these billionaires, there's these hedge funds, venture capitalists, people with millions of dollars in net worth that have just recently really gotten into Bitcoin and crypto and understood what the future holds. And, you know, they're smart investors. So they're saying, let's wait until it dips. Let's wait until there's blood in the streets. And that's when we buy. So as adoption increases, the amount of smart money on the sidelines waiting to buy the dip, there's more every time. So imagine how much faster it could actually increase because, you know, they just tanked the market. They just profited billions, billions of dollars. And then when they're putting that much more into it again. Yeah. Holy shit. And they're man. probably shorting it down, you know, like yeah, they're probably, making money on the short. Exactly. So there's these billionaires behind the scenes. They're in talk with JP Morgan. All right. When are you going to put the Ethereum going to zero article? All right. We yeah. short Ethereum. We make $20 billion shorting Ethereum. And then as soon as we take that short off, boom, we long. And then you put the article, JP Morgan buys whatever. Boom. It's just, and that's when we get a parabolic. It's all manipulation. Yeah. You got to ride the waves, keep your emotions at check. Um, there's so many good projects. We can't uh, forget the metaverse either. Yeah, Let's no. not forget the matter. Like no. Samsung just put their headquarters in Decentraland. You can trade mana. Like that is a, that's a crypto. Yep. So you know you have these big organizations going into the metaverse as well. So, it's all crypto. Metaverse is based. It is crypto. It is crypto. So like, <laughs> there's just so many things that we're just at the start of at 2022. I feel like we're gonna look back on January 2022 and be like, remember how much fear there was? Mm. Remember how? crazy everyone's like you know the bears were taking the victory laps these guys you know mr whale on twitter say crypto is yeah, going yeah, to yeah. 10k and we're gonna look back at christmas this year we're gonna look back and be like that was funny yeah <laughs> i hope so yeah like i gen- i genuinely hope so i yeah. think it's gonna happen like so if you're gonna if you're gonna put a prediction down what do you think how, how much longer do we have in the bull market and at this point where can you see bitcoin going this year 2022 you know lay a prediction down I think it continuously goes on a, I've, I've alluded to this in previous uh, episodes, you know, I think the volatility, it, it reduces, it gets, the volatility becomes less. It's going to be a gradual, you know, like that, like the way the S&P looks, mm. how it's just this constant steady climb. I think we see something like that. Right. Um, we might hit a hundred K this year, you know, but then th- that means that Bitcoin has to now do a, uh, you know, 125% or so. Yeah, like 2x from 40. Right? Is that is that possible in, in the year? You know, at the at the rate at which it climbs? Yes, totally possible. And I think I think we don't see the tail end of a bull cycle. But again, the bull cycles are smaller mm-hmm. and they're, I, they're sorry, the whole cycle is lengthened, not yeah. smaller. Yep. Um, I see, I could see it happening closer to the end of the year because everything's been extended, yep. which is what we alluded to in a previous podcast. Yeah, I think so for sure. I think, I think we're going to see the top, the top of the Bitcoin cycle probably towards the end of this year. Um, maybe yeah, Q4 2022. I could see the price like spiking above a hundred, like very, very briefly as it goes parabolic, you know, like hundred yeah. and then like 120, 130, and then right, right back down as that's like the peak of the, this bull run. I mean, look, you see different people. Everyone has a different theory, right? People like 200K is programmed in. I mean, look, at that parabolic range, it, it can go from 100 to 200 very quickly and then like crash right back down to 100, right? Yeah. So, just, I, when you see these like really influential people, people have been investing in Bitcoin for, for years now. They see this as something for their kids. You know, this is generational wealth. I don't foresee guys like Pompiano and stuff like that selling their... They're yeah. Bitcoin. Like, they're going to hold it. You know, Michael Saylor, going, there's, yeah. There's only 21 million. These guys are loading up for the long, 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 long term. So sure. I don't foresee it doing a, a massive 
like a massive, massive tank that everybody's anticipating. Like it's going down 10K. to like 10K. Like I, I just can't, don't, no. I can't. Can't see that happening. I mean, like, anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> you know, USA could come out tomorrow and say they ban Bitcoin forever and then it goes to 10K. Boom. So it would go to zero. Anything's possible. But look, yeah. after reading all the tea leaves, seeing what's going on, I'm still confident. I'm still bullish. I'm still buying. I'm buying when that indicator gets to extreme fear, which is right now. I know. Yeah, we're both adding. Let's see what the future holds. But um, look, I'm, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited for a big year. I think it's going to be another good year. Yeah, I look forward to making some more more podcasts for everybody to listen to. It's been for nice sure. chatting with you again, Jolly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's pretty good. We can wrap it up there. All right. Make sure you guys tune in to our next episode. It's going to be a fucking banger. That's right. See ya.